This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Father, it is for a cause. It is for a reason. It is for a resetting. It is for a remembrance that, Lord, as we look to you as a community of faith, as we look to you as a demographic of mothers, Lord God Almighty, we will look unto you and receive the conviction that brings us to a direction of standing in the power and might of the calling of motherhood. In Jesus' name we pray. Exodus 15, verses 22-23. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. Numbers 33 and verse 9. It says, they moved from Marah. They came unto Elim, and in Elim were twelve fountains of water, three score ten palms, and they pitched there. Ruth chapter 1, 20 and 21. And she called unto them and said, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord had brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has afflicted me? The Lord has given me a message. I haven't just come with a message, but you just gave me a message. A message of encouragement to raise up the spirit of a demographic. He said there's a critical mass of women, mothers, in a place now where there is a bitter complaint. There is a scenario, a situation that is challenging you, us, me, and the Lord says, my message is this, from Mara to sweetness. That which you looked at, and that which you have called bitter, and that which you brought against me as a cause to say, Lord, I went out full, and now I have returned empty. And therefore, the Lord has dealt with me bitterly. You have a bitter complaint, the Lord said see the end of the matter because the truth is simply this it is the end of the matter that is always better and not bitter if you have looked unto the lord in jesus name ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 says better the end of a thing a matter than the beginning thereon of it and better the patient in spirit than the proud do not be hasty Proverbs 23, 18 says, For surely there shall be an end. Your expectation shall not be cut off. The end shall be better and not bitter. Someone say amen. Who is that mother? Who is that individual? That right now where you are, you look at the situation. And just like a mother in this assembly, you've come to a place of bitter complaint. You've looked around. You do not see the end. Therefore you say, 
this is where the Lord has brought me. Your pain now is what is speaking and you have not seen that surely according to Proverbs 23:18 there is an end your expectation shall not be cut off Psalm 74 verse 14 says thou breakest the head of Leviathan into pieces and givest it as meat to the people living in the wilderness you see that matter that matter is like the head of Leviathan. The Lord says it shall be cut off. It shall be broken to pieces. That thing that has presented itself as a strong, bitter issue that has brought out of you a strong, bitter complaint, the Lord says, as it is, as I speak to my mother, I speak to you as a nation. I speak to you as a single destiny because by you, you were born by mother. And by the first mother, of mothers called Eve the mother of all living you are appointed by life and the womb of a mother that great shall be your peace therefore your expectation by that which birthed you by that which is your source by that which today you are called to celebrate, embrace, recognize and commend mother your end is blessed your end is sweet your end is not better better the end not bitter your end in the name of Jesus and as it was with Naomi it shall be said concerning you that you have carried the offspring that shall bring forth a generation and a genealogy of praise whose praise shall it be it shall be the praise of the fruit of the mother in Israel today as we Come into the place of a commendation and celebration of the mother. Understand what Mara is. Mara is where a woman has come to her place of weeping. But not any woman. The one who has birthed with an expectation of laughter and joy. And it has come to a situation, a circumstance, a condition of tears. But the Lord says, Mother, hear me. Your weeping has endured many nights. But only if you believe on this word, your joy has come this morning. You may say, oh, I have waited so long. You see, Mara refers to what has been marred, what has been damaged, what has been disconfigured, what is discombobulated. You don't have an understanding. It brings a mark of pain. It brings a mark of shame. It brings stigma. It brings disgrace. It brings accusation. Who is in that place? Who is feeling that? Who knows somebody who is going through that kind of experience right now? But the Lord says, take another look at mothers. Look at Eve and see her end. You and I are her end. And it's a fresh beginning of praise. Because you see, the mother of all living has made you and I living mothers. And let every living mother that has breath, praise the Lord. Look at Hannah. What was her end? How many years did she go in pain? Seeking for a conception of the womb. Seeking for that desire to be made. And she came one day. Somebody say one day. The Lord says to tell you. This is that one day. This is that one year. This is that one time. This is that one message. Look at Hagar. Look at Tamar. 
prostituted, cast aside, whatever it is that you have been marginalized and called because of your tribe, you don't have a degree, you don't have the pedigree, you do not have the connection, God will come in by divine intervention and he shall turn it around for you and for me by the blessing of the mother what is in bitterness shall come to a better place of sweetness you see when you talk about what is mad and you talk about sweetness you are talking about the promise there is a promise somebody said there is a promise God is a promise keeping God he gives you the promise and then he keeps it why because he's the covenant keeping God he's the God of Israel he does not sleep he does not slumber he's not a man that he lied to you he's not a son of man that he repents of it and says I planned it but I'm unable to do it no 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 if he has said it his promise is faithful somebody begin to give God praise The woman with the alabaster box. Her reproach was a stink. But God changed what was a stinking reproach. A stinking reference to what became a fragrance that would become a legacy anywhere this gospel would be preached. What is your end? Your end is a pungent, sweet-smelling savor. And he says, if you hold on to me, if you will trust in me, if you will truly wait on me, like the mothers have waited on me. Oh, Mary, Mary. You know, I love the way the Catholics put it. Oh, glory to Jesus and honor to Mary. You know why? They're not glorifying the woman as an idol. Glorify the woman as a mother. The one chosen like you and I are chosen as a generation in such a time like this. To bring forth what is a solution to confusion in a nation. Oh, mother more than others. It's not about the ego of a woman and mother and others and mother. No, no, no. Mother more than others is a calling what a mother does in her community to make others more than others. Your husband more than others. How else shall your husband be seated at the city gate and celebrated? How else will our children sit and dine and wine? And the king will wait like Mephibosheth until he was brought to the table. Your children, my children, those that are the seed and the fruit of our womb, king shall wait for them. Wherever they had a challenge, wherever they fell and they lost the ability to move forward, whatever the condition of the tragic thing that may have happened in the past may be, believe me, their place at the king's table is preserved for them. Why? Because there is a mother that gave birth to them. And by the offspring of righteousness, they shall shine as stars. Put your hands together once again and give God praise. Look at Elizabeth, the woman at the well. Every one of them came with a reproach. They were a Mara statement. They were damaged, discolored, completely discomfited but by the tame. By the time they came to the feet of Jesus, he said, where now are your accusers? Who accuses you? Who is it? Today, in ministering this word, I'm bringing a mother's blessing. And what does a mother's blessing, blessing do? It says you are therefore now no more condemned. Because there is nothing a mother can't forgive. Whatever the wrath of a mother is, it stands apart from the wrath of a father. Where the father will decide that no, 
this is going to follow this way. The mother will turn and go and intercede and say, Father, make a way. And you know what? He does. Have you ever wondered where the wife of the father of the prodigal son was? How come she's not mentioned? We can give several ideologies or pictures to that. Maybe he was widow. I mean, she died and they were left the two sons. Maybe like she was just a woman offended and she had gone off somehow. There are many scenarios you can create. And this is where the balancing and beauty of God's love is. Because so many times you just see the mother's love. But therein is the father's love me giving expression. He stood upon his watch and he did not leave. But we do not know what the woman was doing. Maybe actually she was in his place. Pray. Oh, bring my son home. Bring my daughter home. Let the prodigal return. What is Mara in your life and in mine? The Lord says, surely there shall be an end and your expectation shall not be cut off. Fathers lay foundation, give instruction. It is mothers that teach and build. And what a mother teaches and builds with is what the father has released as a blueprint and an instruction. The only reason you and I know that something is sweet is because we've experienced what is bitter. The waters are bitter. And the Lord gave an instruction. Go! He spoke to the prophet. The people said, ah, what are we to drink? You are asking, what are we to drink? And the Lord says, you are asking the wrong question. You should be asking, Lord, what am I to do? In the place of your bitterness, ask, what should I do? The prophet, he turned Moses to the Lord. And the Lord told him, look to that tree. God will give you solution. When you look unto the Lord and not unto man, you see the Israelites were looking at Moses as the man of God. If you look to your man of God, as providing your solution many times you miss the answer to the question you are seeking he's a guide he's a shepherd he brings you beside the still waters he leads you to the green pasture that is what pastor does he brings us all here and now you should avail yourself of what is there to receive the direction the instruction by the leading of the spirit of truth that works a witness in you and in me. Amen. He said, take the tree. He gave him a strategy. It's not that he uprooted a whole tree like Superman or something and put it in the river. But there was something he was told to do. There was a way he was told to take of that tree and put it into water and the water became sweet. But even then, it was not Moses. Do you understand? Who, who had to not drink? Do you understand? And they now had to take the drink. But the drink was for strengthening. Because the Lord was still taking them. The Lord is still taking you. He's still taking me on a journey. But in that place of Mara, see what the Lord did. The Lord gave to them 
a revelation. Because you see, everybody had come in a state of euphoria. Miriam and the women had come out and they were dancing. The Lord has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider have been cast into the sea. They just come out of the Red Sea. Yes, and they were full of that assurance of power, the anointing. And God said, let me show them what when they were leaving Egypt, I taught them. Hyssop was mixed in the blood, a bitter thing that was placed on the door and the lintels. The Passover was the unleavened bread. It was the flesh roasted in the fire. You will be roasted. This flesh of yours and mine will be roasted in the fire. And what did he tell them to eat it with? Bitter herbs. And this Passover has become a tradition, a reminder, not a religion, that in the place of your bitter, you will engage what will make things better. That will bring you to your promise. As soon as the people, he was able to get their attention right, then the Lord made himself manifest and said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. How? And he said, and if it was focused, was time, God wanted some personal time with them to teach them what to do. We are in a season and a time where God is seeking personal access to teach us what you are going through. He's bringing you through. He's going to take you out of Mara into the promise that is sweetness. But he wants you to know, I am the Lord that will heal your waters and I am the Lord that my covenant has said none of these diseases or the plagues that you see that you saw placed upon Egypt will be your portion somebody say amen the place of Amara is a place of our process the place of our sweetness is the place of the promise before we all get there we will be tested our triumphs Will be tested like it was tested for Israel. Our testimonies will be tested. Our trust in the Lord will be tested. And our truth, our stand for truth, righteousness, the kingdom of God will be tested. The 40s, I call them. The trial of our faith will always be a trial by fire because it's not convenient the roasting of the flesh but what it is doing is it's appointing to us a pass over someone say I am passing over because you must go through the pass over before you come to your cross over from Mara to sweetness thanks be to God now 2 Corinthians 2 14 that always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus what are you going through Oh mama, what are you going through? Oh nation Nigeria, what are you going through? Oh son, oh daughter of the womb of mother. Says thanks be to God who in all ways will cause and bring into effect triumph. The trial comes with oomph and it will come to triumph. Yes, your testimony will be tested. It must be validated, checked, and rechecked. How many of us in the kingdom already know how it is? 
that certain people come up and testify and the praise the Lord really has no praise for God in Jesus name our sister with brother Kunle in that drama she's going from Mara to sickness she will be sick it's not a curse it's an evident reality because she had joined herself with what it will start with heart sickness, love sickness, till it becomes some kind of sickness of mental health representation, sickness that affects your job, that affects your productivity, your fruitfulness, sickness that makes you look at yourself in the mirror and look at yourself and call yourself something else because you're with somebody who doesn't celebrate you, who just tolerates you. Sickness because you have gone in a way that takes you away from what always, as you look at it, this law of liberty translates you, transforms you, beautifies you from one level of glory to the next. It's from Mara to a darker Mara. But that shall not be our portion. Trust. Do we really trust in God? In the place of your Mara, let me remind you Psalm 31 and verse 1. In thee, O Lord, do we put our trust. Never let us be ashamed you will not be ashamed you and i will not be ashamed and in the place of standing in truth the righteousness of god will give you the victory of your trial of faith the trial of your joy the trial of your hope the trial of your anointings the trial of your mantles the trial of your motherhood and the trial of our nationhood from mara to sweetness it is a covenant consecrated path of blessed assurance if you're in a place of Mara oh mother said awake awake oh Deborah awake and utter a song mothers utter a song fathers sons daughters come to that place of being restrengthened Isaiah 43 and verse 2 when thou, that is me and you, passeth through the waters, life's matters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Thy rivers is like a long extended protracted problem. It will not overflow the banks and overwhelm you. When thou walkest through the fire, when you come through that trial, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. You will come out of the fire as silver purified seven times over through this furnace of affliction God has chosen you God has chosen you God has chosen me and you are coming through God is not a man that he should lie he's not the son of man that he should repent first Peter 1 7 that the trial of our faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it be tried with fire it shall be found unto praise honor glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ this is his appearing something more than gold you have something more than gold something more than silver we have something more than gold if all we have is jesus i have something more than gold 
and you will tell it to the world Jesus is more than gold somebody put your hands together to the glory of God and tell him thank you Lord in this place of my Mara I'm not breaking down I'm breaking through I'm coming through and who are you here today this word has embraced you in a very personal and intimate way receive an answer of peace receive an answer right now receive a strong deliverance from your strong tormentor and be assured it is well something more than gold something more than silver the spirit of the Lord upon us we have something more than gold we believe you have been blessed by this message to download this message please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer for any inquiries call 08087-000004 or visit the life center at number 20 colorado close off dame street maitama abuja you can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.